Hi guys and welcome to A Hairy Situation. So today we are talking about the song Another World. Um, but first I wanted to give y'all some updates on what's happening um, with the Harry Styles um, fandom. <laughs> fandom. <laughs> or you know, Harry's World. So Harry's House, his third album, comes out tomorrow night. Um, so tomorrow night. As of this recording, as of this as recording, of the release, yes. So on um, Sunday when we release the episode, it will have been out for two days, <laughs> and I will have listened to it probably a hundred times. So a hundred times is not even possible. How long is this album? I'm going to do the math here and yeah, figure possible. out. Um, okay, it's going to be possible if it's um, Harry Styles related. It's possible for you. That's exactly. What um, so yeah, I'm super, super, super hyped. Uh, uh, like apparently like some of the lyrics have already been like shared because of um like just different reviews that magazines have done oh like entertainment weekly no like in rolling stones we know there was already that leak um but but yeah i think it's gonna be really good um also he's been spotted uh shooting music videos in several locations including in front of buckingham palace mm-hmm. they like blocked off the entire like like strip in front of the they palace. Like, they kicked the queen out. Like, hey, we need this for Harry Styles. <laughs> there uh, were so many like Twitter jokes being like, <laughs> they would have a picture of the queen like looking outside of the palace and be like the queen spotted watching Harry outside, <laughs> or like they would take a picture of actually Harry and be like the queen was spotted outside Buckingham Palace. <laughs> <laughs> but it was basically him like lying in a bed in pajamas, like just rolling down the street oh in front gosh. of uh, the palace. So like I'm wow. whatever that music video is, like I'm really ready. What if it wasn't even a music video? He just wanted, he just wanted to do it. Yeah. It's yeah. like these cameras aren't even plugged in. He was like, I bet I, I bet I can get away with that. I'm yeah. very sad. I'm sure the queen's that's, jamming out in her Harry Styles. That's our stylish speculation. That was not it. It was not our stylish no. speculation. That was a bonus stylish. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, um, just personal news, my grandma has mailed the Better Homes and Garden issue with Harry Styles to me, so I'm oh. eagerly awaiting that in the mail. Did she uh, Did she take a look first? I don't know. She didn't say anything. She just sent me a text message and was like, um, I mailed this to you. I love you. Oh, like so yeah. And then, um, so also Harry had an interview with Zane Lowe from Apple Music, and that's out now. It's like an hour and a half ish. I haven't watched it yet, but I will. Whoa! I have to be like. I mean, we've been on our trip, so like oh, okay. I haven't had time. Oh, okay. I was um, about to say some Harry Styles content that you haven't devoured. Yeah. So I have to. I'll have to watch it, um, and then. Yeah, people are tweeting about that, saying, like, you know, this is their free therapy, <laughs> watching Harry Styles interviews. Mm. Um, also, because the album's being released this week, um, there are pop-up stores that are going to be happening in select cities this weekend, including in Dallas. So, also, because of his um, album release, he's performing a one-night-only concert this Friday night in New York City. Um and people are already camping out as of Tuesday. Oh my gosh. Literally camping with tents. And in New York. In New York. Wow. So like that's pretty intense. Like wow, yeah. Intense. 
Ah, that was a good one. I'm proud of that. <laughs> that was like fell into my lap. <laughs> wow, I can't I can't talk to y'all anymore. Okay. Um and then um Emily, this one is uh one that's gonna pique your interest. Watermelon sugar uh-huh. is now <laughs> <laughs> is now the twenty eighth most streamed song of all time on of Spotify. Of course it is. It should be higher. I don't know why it's not higher. <laughs> what about Dora? Where is Adora? What? Where's Adore? Adore you? Uh, oh, sorry, Adore you, yeah. I don't know. I don't look up the list. It's, it's not a place. It's just not even number. It, um, it, su- it surpassed like some Camila Cabello song hmm. this week. Hmm. No. Ooh, do, should I know who that is? Yeah, she was in Fifth Harmony and then she had that Havana. Oh, no, no. And she was oh, in okay. the horrible remake of Cinderella. <gasps> oh, that we tried to watch. We started and we gave up after like five minutes. It was really bad. Mm. Sorry, Camilla lovers. Okay, so today, we'll jump right into the song. Today we're talking about Another World. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is on their first album, Up All Night. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The, things the are first, sense. first album. First album feels right. Um, and this was performed by One Direction. Um, so um, it has a lot of writers. And let me just go through um, these writers and you'll start noticing a pattern. Please. Please don't be my boy. It's not your boy. Thank you. Oh. Who, who is your boy? Oh, Julian Bonetta. Julian Bonetta. Okay. Um, so first we have Bilal, the chef, Haji. He's a songwriter and producer from Morocco, but he's based in Sweden. And he's also a chef. He's the chef. <laughs> That's what he goes by. Um, he's written for like Lady Gaga, J-Lo, Nicki Minaj, and the Backstreet Boys. Huh. Then we have... Hmm. Mm-hmm. What? No, it's okay. I'll, it'll come up later. Okay. Um, then we have Red One. His real name is Nadir uh, Kayat. He's also from Morocco, but based in Sweden. What the heck? Is this like a thing? Yeah. Apparently. They outsourced... Never mind. Okay. Um, he's worked with YouTube, Lady Gaga, um, with... He has won three Grammys. Wow. Uh, Michael Jackson. Sorry, which one was this that won three Grammys? Red one. Okay. With Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah. And then we have Teddy Sky, whose real name is Gerardo Sandel. He's a singer, songwriter, and producer from Brazil. Well, he was born in Brazil, but he was adopted by Swedish parents. Are you serious? Not in a line, no. Um, And he's written for J-Lo and Priyanka Chopra. Which oh, I honestly I didn't, didn't know even know she had a music career. I did not. Yeah. Okay, so then maybe we... it's because this guy wrote her song. Sorry. <laughs> if you become like a famous <laughs> songwriter for the stars, is it required that you have an alias? I guess so. Because well, everyone yeah. here, except for one, has like this weird name that they go by. Maybe it's yeah. Maybe some it's not like play. they're like that so famous that they're like I have to use a separate name you right. know it's like ghost like, writing it's ghost just writing. like wow we just want right. to be called something different listen I have this job for a song I gotta write I just need the paycheck right now let me just go under a Moroccan name that's what happened here no they're actually from Morocco uh yeah okay then we have Geo Slam. His Geo Slam. <clears throat> yes, he. Um, his real name is George Prodip Ola Wallen. 
and he's from Bangladesh. And he lives in Sweden. He lives in Sweden. Oh my god. He relocated to Stockholm. Um, his um, wiki page claims that his job is, and I quote, music producer, songwriter, exponential spiritual coach, and keynote speaker. An exponential spiritual <laughs> coach. Like, guys, I went down a rabbit hole for Geo Slam. Because apparently he's been like... Please tell me this is like a slam poetry night for geographical uh, themed poems. I wish. But no. He, like... Okay, so I went down this like really deep rabbit hole. Apparently, based on like some Reddit threads and stuff, which I don't know how reliable these things are, but he was like caught up in a lot of scams where he was basically scamming artists out of like their money. And he was even like... Accused of assault. Oh um, so, yeah, I don't know about him. I couldn't find a lot of information about him, except it just like things like if you search for him, it's just like all of his websites, basically. So mm. I just feel like this dude looks weird. I mean, if he's an exponential <laughs> spiritual coach, yeah. I mean, either he's really good at helping people or he's really good at scamming people. Yeah. I mean, you should, you, in your free time, go look up this man. Um, so then we have Eric Sanicola. He's an American producer, songwriter. Who lives in Sweden? Probably. Oh, <laughs> um, okay. This will all make sense, the Sweden thing later. Okay. Um, but he has written for J-Lo, Big Time Rush, which is also a boy band, like on Nickelodeon, I think. Um, yeah, I think they had a show. Yeah. yeah. New Kids on the Block. Um and Corbin Blue. Okay, Corby. Yes. <laughs> From High School Music. Yeah. Um, Corbin Blue? That's not... I thought that would be like a... I thought... That sounds like a cheese. Are you okay. thinking about Cordon, Cordon Blue? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Corbin Blue was a cool guy who was really good at dancing in yeah. High School Musical. And then he had that movie on the Disney Channel about dancing, like the jump roping one. Yes. He also... Is it jump roping or dancing? Which one is it? Both. Uh, Jump rope dancing? It was, uh, what's it called? Freestyle jump rope Double Dutch. Double, Double Dutch, Dutch. But like dancing. Double Dutch. Mm. Corbin Blue recorded a song called Deal With It that he later sold to the K pop band Shiny oh and they God. remade it as Juliet. So in Corbin Blue, it's like, Deal With It. I love oh. that song. Yeah, no, there's I a Shiny song that, song that was much bigger in terms of like, so it was like impact. Juliet, Juliet, oh. Yeah. Alright, now I'm gonna become a super big giant <laughs> fan. Julia is a jam. It really is. Julia's so. the sequel to Duel Deal with yeah. It. Yeah. Deal with it, Julia. Exactly. Thank you. Um, well Eric Senecola also did production work for the movie Enchanted. Oh. Which I super love that movie. It's yeah, great movie. I feel like that, that movie came up earlier in, in an earlier episode where we were talking about one of the, the writers wrote music for Enchanted. Was that not the case? Oh. oh okay well, <laughs> well okay just, L- avid <laughs> listeners uh if you remember that yeah go back we don't remember <laughs> and then we have um then we have i'm gonna butcher this name akraf janusi also goes by aj jr <laughs> he's based in sweden and i couldn't find out where he was from um, but he's written for J-Lo, Nicki Minaj, Vanessa Hutchins, okay. who was also, um, you know, in High School Musical. And he works a lot with The Chef and Red One. Mm. So, 
these names. Those are our writers, you know, six writers, none of them <clears throat> writers that we've seen before, and none of them are the One Direction members. None so are... take that what you for what you will with listening these to These writers song. were fired after the song came out. Yeah, so those are the writers. Um, I think they write a couple more songs for um, this album. So okay. They'll make a reappearance. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Just for this album and then... Yeah, I don't think they continue working. And then the chef went back to making burgers at McDonald's. Yes. And Red One starts, I don't know. His period? I was... No. I don't know where you're going with that. I didn't know where I was going with that either. Okay, so Another World. This was released on November 18th, 2011, with the release of the album Up All Night. Um, But this was also the B-side track to the single Gotta Be You. So this was, like, kind of a single. Kind of. But, okay, interestingly enough, this is a bonus track on the Souvenir Edition. I feel like every song we do is a bonus track. So far it is. Like, only the, like, I've noticed, like, the good, good songs are all, like, in the T's or something. Like, huh. after we hit letter M, it's going to hit after hit after hit. And we just have to, like, deal with it. <laughs> Until then. Mm. Except. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> <laughs> Except as it was this next week. Which is beautiful. Okay, anyway, so this is a bonus track on what's called the Souvenir Edition mm. of Up All Night. This was not actually a song on the special edition um, of the album released in the U.S. They, they just scrapped it. Yeah, so the U.S. had the special edition called the Yearbook Edition. Uh-huh. But then they have what was called the Souvenir Edition released in... Germany, Italy, Australia, Mexico, the Philippines, and New Zealand that had this track on it. What? Yeah. So the other world was America. So people so singing other, it, they were like, the oh, world. another world another is America. World. Yeah, and apparently the UK, because they didn't even release it in the UK. That's really interesting wow. and kind of make like, because I feel like this song, it just feels like a little bit Damn. unusual. Oh. And maybe yeah. like it was targeted at like, you know, a different style of music or something. Mm -hmm. Like, maybe this appeal, they think it would appeal to, like, a different set of listeners. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. I mean, (laughs) I mean, mean, obviously, like, now it's, like, on Spotify and Apple Music or whatever, you can listen to it, but, like, when this was released in 2011, that's kind of before, like, Mm -hmm. streaming music have really taken off so like i don't i don't really know their marketing strategy behind that it's really interesting too because like you know the diehards were like oh my gosh i have to order this from new zealand and stuff Mm. because um yeah like what makes you beautiful came out in september and this album was released in november and um well okay actually it was only released in Ireland in the UK in November of 2011, and then was released elsewhere in March of 2012. Interesting. So, I, I really, their marketing strategy for like putting this album out is just all over the place. Like, they have all these different editions based on your country. Well, I was gonna say, like, so it's just always like messes with my head when they release these things, like different versions in different country, like Harry Potter and the Philosopher's yes. Stone, and it just feels like it destroys the integrity of like the art. Like Zootopia in the UK was called Zootropolis. Like, I just I don't understand. Like, 
these things should have the same names and the records yeah, should be the same. That but is it's reality. Well, yeah, like, I just don't understand, like, why they would, like, have different track listings for different countries because within the souvenir edition, based on, like, I think, like, Japan's edition even had more tracks than all the other countries. So it's just, like, really bizarre. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, again, they released it in their home countries, like, four months, four or five months before the rest of the world, which is interesting choice. But this album was recorded in Sweden, the U.K., and the U.S. So it makes sense that... Lots of interesting choices. They worked with some Swedish artists. Did they go to Sweden because of those artists? Well, maybe. Because Red One, I think, is actually like a kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, or was it that time? So maybe they're like, we have to go like with these people. Including the chef. Including the chef. He's a Michelin star chef who decided to write lyrics on his free time. You've got to stop making that joke. It just, I, what? How am I not? Maybe he's a chef of music. <laughs> uh, you're telling me not to make ridiculous jokes? Um, okay, so they, or this album was apparently, according to Wikipedia, about being young, relationships, heartbreak, and empowerment. Mm. So um, we can decide what, what category this one falls under. Um, but... Although night, the album debuted at number one in the U.S. and number two in the U.K., which again is very impressive since One Direction had only been on the scene like for a few months. Right. Well, because of like people were just starving for another X Factor, and then their one yes. single. Um, but this was the third best-selling album in the world in 2012, and in 2012, One Direction also released their second album which became the fifth best-selling album globally, which made One Direction the first act to place two albums in the year-end top five. Well, so, well, 2012 was a crazy year. Everyone thought the world was going to end, so they're just like, you might as well listen to they this were One like Direction. They were like One Direction. Yeah. Maybe that was the light at the end of the tunnel, you know? It's like, mm. like at was... least we have One Direction if the world's going to end. Yeah, well, I mean, with this song, I don't know about that. but Well... <laughs> Remember this um, yeah, this was was a B side. Yeah. This is a bonus track. You know, do they have it? Is there such thing as a C side? You want this to be? This is like a C list song. This is like underneath the label on like that's co- collected dust. I mean, honestly, I didn't know about this song until we started doing this podcast. Wow, that is how low it went. Even Spotify was trying to bury this. <laughs> there is one song that Spotify did try to bury from me, I think, or Wikipedia one. I can't remember. We'll get to it. Anyways, so yeah, let's just like dive into these these wonderful poetic lyrics that I don't know what y'all are going on about. Yeah. Um, I literally have a note here that just says, this is the only thing in the note, the lyrics are nonsense. No, okay, no, yes, but so no. More, 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 to be more descriptive, this is another thing I wrote. This song feels like someone clipped out a bunch of high school poetry out of a yearbook threw them in a hat, and then drew them out to form the song. Wow. <laughs> that's what it feels I feel like. I like that's very specific, but also very accurate. Because it just, it's just like, it just feels like, I'm just like, imagining like, 
a crazy person's room that is trying to solve a murder except is trying to write a song in Sweden apparently that where they just have like strings like leading from wall to wall and he's like yeah yeah this lyric that I found um, in uh, Jennifer's notebook and this one I found in the toilet in the this is like period. the Charlie Day meme where he like yes. has everything pinned on the wall it just it like just really look crazy looking it's just like it's like and then like and then they're like right, let's group the lyrics thematically and like put them together because like I don't know I just well let's just I'm, I mean I just want to start with this first line it's not me it's not you there's a reason mm. <laughs> You guys. Yes. When I first read that, I was like, what the hell are no, you No, I mean, keep going, though. The, the, the first three lyrics is what um, I would say. I'm just, just trying to read the signals I'm receiving. I mean, okay. Just like a stone on fire. Can you feel it? Okay. Can you feel it, though? Wait, what can you feel it? stones are on fire? Uh, no, I, that to me, I pictured, like, barbecuing or grilling. It's like charcoal. It's like stone is on fire. This person's drunk charcoal and out, like making some ribs on a. I did think of like like hot coals, like on a charcoal grill. I just thought of a literal rock on fire, and nothing's happening to it because stone cannot right, fire. Like a burning bush, but a burning rock. Yes, like Moses in the yes. burning bush, where it did not burn. But yeah, it's just like what 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 metaphor is that like? Yeah, no, it's not a metaphor because you can't tell. You can't just say random words and tell me it's deep. Well, then he says, "I don't know about you, girl, but I believe it." Believe what? Yeah, that's what I'm so confused uh, with this. I feel like I can tell a story here. Okay, like, please do. It's not me. It's not you. Like they are missing each other, right? Like they've been like they've okay. had conflict. Okay, but there's a reason that they have been drawn together. Mm. And there's a reason that they're missing each other. And then he's like, I'm kind of frustrated because I'm just trying to read the <laughs> signals I'm receiving. And mm. then he's like, but what we have here is like a stone on fire. It's so hot. It'll burn you. And you'll be like, oh, oh. <laughs> can you feel it? Can you feel how electric the chemistry, the hot fire chemistry is between us? And I don't know about you, but I believe it. I believe that even with this conflict, we will... Figure it all out. Okay. Oh, all right. Well, I, I appreciate and respect that interpretation because that is way more than anything I could try to come up with about what this, these lyrics meant. And this is the person trying to defend Alive last week that's saying these words right now. Uh, well, I was, okay. <laughs> One thing that I was taught in like high school, well, even junior high English, was that if you have a pronoun, you better link it back to something. And it better be very clear what it's linking back to. Actually, I'm writing my whole dissertation on shit like that. Um, and I, there's just so much vagueness that I'm like, what are these it's that you're talking about? Yeah, no, it's just... So. It's all very vague. I will say, this song sounds like what I expected every One Direction song to sound like mm-hmm. when we started this podcast. Yes. And I have been kind of delighted so far that I've been wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So when I turned this on, I was like, oh, here it is. Until today. Yeah, you were like, here here's what I was waiting for. Yeah, because... boy band cotton candy bullshit. Because yeah. you... Exactly, because you... Uh, Emily, you mentioned earlier Backstreet Boys. One of my notes about this song overall is like, even... I don't know what time... What, what year this song came out? 2011. 2011. 
even for 2011, this sounds dated. This sounds like it was made Backstreet Boys era. So I was like, this sounds like a Backstreet Boys song, yeah. but not as good. Well, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not even that big of a Backstreet Boys fan. It just... Yeah, I feel like melodically, this song is like aggressively bright mm-hmm. in a way that's just not pleasant and doesn't... Yeah. It just, when you listen to it, it almost gives you a headache. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just like, oh, like, what am I listening? Like, it's just too much sound going yes. on at one time. Yeah. Um, which, you know, the pre-chorus is one line. I think it's pretty good. Words will just be words mm-hmm. till you bring them to life. Mm-hmm. Which does not, to me, link know. to the verse. My my reaction to that lyric was completely different because I was already like you were just in thinking. a bad place with these lyrics and it's just like words will be just words. Just make sense of them. What do you mean words will be just words? Like actually make say something well, that has a them. thought behind it. Well, they're saying these words are just words. We're just jumbling words up, and now we're yeah. gonna bring them to life with this chorus. It's meta commentary on the song. It's yeah, like, that's what I read matter. it. Like, I I that's exactly what I'm reading it as. Like. And, and yeah, like if I had the the like uh, story, the narrative that you were saying earlier behind it, then I would maybe had a different reaction to that. I was just like, okay, see, so okay, oh, okay, so that I could just say, oh, oh apple, banana, cherry pie, I love you till the day I die. Hey, I think that's like, actually pretty good. That would, that would that's be a really good the song. number one song, number one song in the world, and it, uh, apple, I get banana. Cherry pie, I love you till the day I die. But I'm just saying, like, it, like you can't just put nonsense lyrics and expect people to just eat it up. Well, they were. Yeah, I guess, yeah. That's why. Targeting I, to I, that's young true. teenage girls. Which, oh, okay. yeah. Oh, oh, what are you saying right now? No, that young teenage girls mm, can't think for they themselves. And they, mm, I'm saying that that it's is It's okay what, that it's lower quality because it's for young teenage girls. That is what their perception is. That Who is the they, the producers, oh. like in the Reiners, like the they, chefs. This is the chefs. This is the chef and Red One and Geo Slam and AJ Junior. <laughs> um, like, well, I, I think it is a thing. It's like they don't. They're like only teenage girls are going to listen to this. Why do we have to make sense? They're going to well, like only, it anyway. When it's in reality, like only some European teenage girls, I guess. Yeah, maybe the like, problem here is that everyone involved is in a second language user of English. Yeah, which it is could not be. It which could is not to like down ESL, but no, yeah, it no, could it's be. Not. Wonder, we're linguists. We respect people of all language uh, proficiencies. Yes. Yeah. But it could be that some of it, it doesn't mesh because it's like, yeah, there's not that naturalness. Well, and I mean, so not to make everything about K-pop, but Swedish people also write a ton of K-pop songs. It's a thing, um, and. The English in K-pop is notoriously just nonsense. I mean, it doesn't have to mean um, anything. It will just be, like, thrown in there for the laughs. Could be. Because, so. like... Well, it was weird because when I kept seeing, like, oh, these Moroccan people and Bangladesh people, like, moving to Sweden, like, they would, like, would be quoted saying, like, oh, it's because there's a huge music thing, like, you right. know, scene in Sweden. Right. And I was like, I did not know this, except for ABBA. Um... <laughs> Apparently, there's a lot of uh, people writing music up there, and no one yeah. is saying it, so they just and outsource it. They're like giving it to all these English people, and they're just like, "Well, 
Here you doesn't go. make sense. This isn't but... technically in English. Or maybe the lyrics are just so poetic that they are beyond our grasp. It could be. Well, I want to hear your take, your interpretation on this verse too. One for me, one for you. What you doing? Girl, the music sounds so good when you're moving. Let me take you higher. Let me prove it. Because, hey, hey, pretty girl, I'll believe it. He bought the girl drinks, one for me, one for you, and then introduced himself, what you doing? And they're in a club, so he's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so attracted to you, the music sounds so good when you're moving, let me, like, take you higher, as in, like, let's go hook up, and I'll prove that we have something here. Okay, well then, how does this link back to verse one, where he's in this, like, tumultuous relationship with somebody? Separate girls. (laughs) Separate girls, separate writers. Okay, this okay, part. So, this part's uh, uh, well. Verse one was sung by Liam, and verse two was sung by Zane. Exactly. So, you know, they're not this, sharing the same girl. That would be my interpretation of that same block of lyrics was just that it was all sexual. Mm-hmm. That it's just like one for me, one for you, like acts, and then oh, like, yeah, like we're gonna take let me take you higher. Like let's let's move it to the next level right now. Uh, I forgot the rest of the lyrics. I'm not looking at them actively, but you know, it just like the whole time I was like, "Oh, they're supposed to be 15 right now." Like they the, were like and, 17 and 18. Okay. <laughs> well, they're singing to 12 year olds. Is the point? Well, you know, I just again, I was just like the vagueness. Like, let me prove it. I believe it. What is it? What are you proving? What are you believing? His wiener. No, we can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh. So yeah, let's. Okay, I skipped the chorus earlier and went straight to verse two. But what did y'all think about this chorus? So again, musically hated every second of it. But the chorus is like cheesy or whatever. Mm -hmm. But the sentiment is nice. You know, I was thinking this week about how I want people to open doors for me and show me a new side of life sometimes, and so. You know, the sentiment's fine, but, yeah. yeah, not pleasant to listen to. I think the, I mean, the chorus is the thing that makes the most sense of this song. Yeah, for sure. And it's... Can you say it out loud again? The chorus? Yeah. I'll lift you up, I'll never stop. You know, I'll take you to another world. Mm. I'll build you up, I'll never stop. You know, I'll take you to another world. Okay, yeah, I think I'm just overall not buying the lyrics at all because just yeah. nothing just happened for me right there. Well, then the bridge goes, baby, let me find out your secret. Huh. Just let me in and let me show you that I keep it. Okay, that it? I do know what it links back to. He's going to keep her secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Her secret my... being what? I don't know. He, he doesn't know yet. He said, let me find it out. Hmm. I think I have a theory on what that is, but what? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying it. <laughs> okay. You're just gonna cut it out. Probably. <laughs> Close to my heart, jump in the deep end. Just let me in and let you sh- let me show you what I'm meaning. So jump he's just like, I will be all in for you. Just yeah. open up to me. I mean, like when you when we get to the, the favorite lyric section, then you'll you'll know what I think about this song. It's like literally, like my favorite. No, no, I'll I'll wait for that part. Okay. But. Well, yeah, um, it's gonna be like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot <laughs> to say about this this song specifically. Like, I 
don't get this song. I think it, like you said, it, it is an attack on my eardrums. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? So, so you've talked in the past about Harry Styles being very positive about every song. Do you think that if you I didn't had, say every song, well, I just, just said about in, this time. About this time, do you think if you had to pick? I mean, this has got to be the worst song, right? Please no. tell me there's not a worse song than this. I there was some. Also, also that was super cringe. Listeners, if there's anyone listening, if you actually like the song, can you please kind of like add us and just give us your reasoning? And we're not we're not putting you on a blast. We're not gonna like. I'm not gonna judge. Talk. We're not. Gonna, we're not gonna talk down to you. Um, but like you know, I just I genuinely want to know who the audience of this song is. And what's wrong with you? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. Uh, but yeah, if there's anyone out there that likes the song, I would love to know wh- wh- what the reasoning is. Because it's just like I don't know. This is like a- a- Emily nailed it on the head earlier. Which is like whenever I came into like, oh, we're gonna talk about a boy band. Um, this is the kind of song that I thought was. I was just like my pessimistic side was just like, oh, it's gonna be like nonsense lyrics and. Uh, it, um, well, I feel like the song is probably, like, Growing Pains, because, like, if you think mm-hmm. about it, when One Direction first started, like, they won a competition show, right? Yeah. And so then, like, they probably didn't have that much control over their first yeah. album. Like, They're yeah. probably, like, surrounded by these producers who were like, this is good, this is... And also, like, who... They were kind of, like, coming into this legacy of boy band music, and I think it maybe took them a while to find their own yeah, voice. Because I think if you look at the first album, I don't there are very few songs that have any of the members as writers. Right. So it this was very much they were just like teenagers thrown into this and told like probably just told like, Okay, you're recording this song today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, I mean, I don't hold any of them at fault. Now the writers, I do hold at fault because you shouldn't write songs like this because they don't make sense. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's not remove complete responsibility from the singers. They did say the words, you know. And also, I, and they I were get... like, again, they were not adult yet. I, I know. They were know. probably under very stringent contracts. But you can always reason awake. I mean, I, like, well, you're speak- not exactly a, a like a you know um, objective audience. I love... you, you are somewhat invested in one of these people, at least. I'm just saying that. I so think I they, feel like you're going to reason, and you know. I just think they were used as little puppets for a while, especially that first year. Okay, I'm just saying. This song is so bad. They were like litigating this, like we're in court. It's like they were minors. I know. They that's, can't that's be tried as adults. That's what I'm saying. Like they could just have done <laughs> something bad, think... and like you're like, oh, it wasn't their fault. Uh, it, that, this is so bad. I'm I'm just like, saying, they did sing it and they did perform it. You know. I'm just saying. Uh, the fact that they didn't release it, and like they knew, they knew. they were ashamed. <laughs> they were like, so you're saying that was their compromise? Like the producers, like, were, no, you have to sing this. We're like, okay, well, we're not releasing it in America. Like this cannot be on any version in America uh, or the UK. Okay, um, I'll buy that. Yeah. I don't even know if they sang this on tour. Like, well, it also seems like it would be kind of a hard song to sing, just because again of like how it's like bright and high and like vocally, it just doesn't seem yeah. like it would be the best kind of song to do in concert. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't think that that they ever performed this on tour. 
Um, so yeah, it was very much just like a B track. Like the producers were probably like, we gotta up the ante on these special editions. Like let's throw some new songs on there. They like bought this song from like a K-pop group that just had not. That happens all the time. Yeah. Like if like a pop song like just hasn't been recorded yet, they'll just be like, oh, can we just like slide that on over here? I mean, so, well, considering like it was done in Sweden and stuff, that's yeah, huge possibility. They probably just had like a, a bunch of tracks, and they're like, well, listen to a few of these, see if any of them feel like they're for your band. Yeah. Hmm. I'll attest to that. Okay, well, I think this is a good time to move into the stylish speculation. So, you know, we were like, we don't know what this song is about. Emily had some, um, you know, theories. So based on my perusing through lyrics, you've known the whole time. Oh my gosh! It's about a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. And just wait. Okay. Based on my perusing through lyricinterpretations.com, where people can leave like anonymous um, interpretations, um, fans have a lot of theories about what this song means. So the first one is just sex. Um, one person wrote. Called it. I'm going to quote this one user who, again, remains anonymous. This is in all caps. Isn't it obvious they aren't the same innocent little boys they were when they first stole our hearts? And even then they thought about sex, don't we all? The people saying it's stupid to think it's about sex are trying to conserve the innocent teenage heartthrobs we first saw. But they've grown. So have we. We should... Accept them no matter what they write or sing. And we should be thankful that they didn't make the meaning too obvious for younger directioners. Mm. Oh my that gosh. There was a line in there that totally epitomizes what I think about all the One Direction fans listening to this song. Uh, we should accept them no matter what they sing or do. Um, I don't care if they go and uh, poop on a, a baby <laughs> dolphin. They're amazing, and I will love them forever. And we should be grateful for that poop on the baby dolphin. Yeah, I just like this is what I'm saying. Like, it was there's just like more direction poop in the world. You know, like you know, you could just be like, oh yeah, that was a really crappy uh, song that they did. That was just like it makes me think of less of them. It's okay to think that. Yeah, you don't understand the fan mentality. Exactly. Yeah. I don't. I, you're right. I don't understand, understand it. it. But just the fact that they, like, said they aren't the same innocent little boys they were when they first stole our hearts. First... Um, that was they stole your hearts like five months ago. Like, right. Wow. Um, but but also a lot of users were saying, "How dare you make it about sex? It's not about that." And I will quote another anonymous user. It's all about love. They are not jerks. They don't only care about sex. They are amazing. And all you peeps who think it's about sex, then foog you. <laughs> F-U-G-U-E. Oh. That's how they spelled it. Is that because of like a, no, I think it's a just, policy or a type no. of... I think it's, I think it's, a, I think it's an intonation. It's like a foog you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, that's me. That, that's my interpretation. Yeah. Because if you're a directioner, then you would never think something like that. <gasps> Oh, maybe. Oh, you're not dressed. I'm, I'm not done. Maybe the lyrics sound dirty, but that's okay. We know they don't go around banging peeps all night every day. Oh my gosh. Even, okay. Watch their interview. They can't have sex yet. Well, with management knowing. <laughs> Even she's not contradicting herself, or sorry, this person is contradicting themselves like in their own message. 
I wonder. I wonder. I, I wonder. But I wonder in this in this situation. Do you think these like? Okay, I'm just gonna for the sake of this argument say that it's a girl saying this. Yeah. Um, that is interested in being with uh, one of these guys. Uh, do you think there's like okay one day. I'm going to be with them, and I'm going to show them this anonymous post I made, and they will fall in love with me, and they'll just be like, yes, you Thank understood you my truth. You stood mm-hmm. up to me when I didn't think that my voice would be heard, and I love you for it. I think, it's very real possibility. I think and you, the, you, make, you make my heart burn like a stone on fire. I think the real mentality is like, you know, I can't have them, but neither should anyone else. And yeah. mm. whenever they stay single, as apparently they were forced to um, at the beginning, then it's like they're dating the fans. It's as if like all they have in their life is this big, beautiful fan base. Yeah. And all the fan base has in their life is this beautiful band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I... And how dare you, if you're a directioner, you would never think something like that. Yeah. You would <laughs> never think they have a sex life. Oh my I, gosh. I, we I, know they don't go around banging peeps all night every day. <laughs> every day. I honestly feel That's like good. I empathize with with reviewer one, who right. was like, guys, like it's okay for them to have a sex life and a sex yes. drive, right. yes. and we need to like let go of this. Yeah. But I, I feel like reviewer two's uh, thought process is probably more common. Yes, it very much. Oh, they're gonna say it's a lot more delusional. Maybe if y'all want to. If, if you feel like in your free time, go to lyricinterpretations.com and look up this this song. And there is a literal fight going on in 2012 between directioners about the meaning of so the song. Even in 2012, they're like, they get sense that, oh, this is not good. Oh, there, we're there gonna, has we're not, gonna have to We're going to have to like bring there, the pitchforks out for this one. Because there has not been a post on that since 2013. Wow. They just gave up. So they were like, yeah, they're it's just not like, worth uh, it. This is, well, this, you know, this is a losing battle. Um, but then, you know, there are other theories. Someone put that it was about a nice, loving relationship that's stronger and better than any they previously experienced. Hmm. Which I think that's, uh, you know, like, I want to show you another world. I'll lift you up. I think I'll that I think, you up. I think that was the chef that wrote okay. that as an honest, honest <laughs> user. Then there was one, and I quote, It's about all those emptied minds that are the result of being exposed to many hours to Disney Channel. What? <laughs> well, I feel like there was a vendetta here that was so maybe um, that was prepackaged. What someone wrote about this song. I think that sums it up. Yeah, actually. You know what? I changed my mind. Well, then my favorite one, my favorite explanation was just, they're all planning to smoke weed tonight. Hmm. These are getting better and better. And that's how you're going to see I'm... another world. Yeah, exactly. that's how you're going to see another world. That's the stone on fire. I'll lift you up. I'll build you up. Um... Let me take you higher. Exactly. Oh they gosh. literally say higher in the lyrics. Mm. Case closed. Um, let me know your secrets. Like when you're high, you might like, spill mm. a secret. We're not condoning 12-year-old girls uh, get high, by the way. Don't think that was in question. We were talking about Until one direction. Until you said that, <laughs> no one thought we were condoning it. Now I, it sounded like we were condoning it to <laughs> we me. We were talking about One Directioners. I mean, not One Directioners. Uh, one Direction members. Oh, uh, the wait. band members smoking weed. Well, they're speaking to the audience. Okay, which is probably not twelve-year-old killer girls. You don't think so? 
I think that they were singing. I rest my case. I think that the guy in the song was singing to a girl his age. That was appropriate relationship. That's the biggest delusion I've heard today. (laughs) Is that person thinking that he's singing to someone his own age? Oh, yeah. They're not creepos. The song's... Mm. (laughs) So I feel like Tosh always thinks that they're being creepy because he's like... It is kind of creepy. Like, they should all be singing, like, about, like, and you're in middle school. Gosh, I was... And you go to class, like... I mean, they don't even need to be that explicit about it. We all know. I was almost 20 when this song came out, and I bought this album. Like, it wasn't just preteen girls listening to it. I'm I'm not saying that people of a different age group or demographic are not allowed to listen to it. I'm saying the vast majority that was marketed to was the demographic I'm talking about. I just think that the 17-year-old One Direction members were singing in the song to other 17-year-olds. I actually feel like this is kind of the age-old dilemma because I remember like when Britney Spears was, you know, getting big when I was seven years old, people were like, oh, like she shouldn't be singing about these things because her main audience are like young children. But then it was like, well, but she's singing about it now. And so, I mean, it is, it's a real conversation that happens. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess my thing is like, they can be, they could have the intent of singing to whoever they're singing to in the the narrative of the song. But um, I don't know. I I think that you have to be realistic in, in so far as, what the actual reality is, but I don't know. Anyway, um, I was just thinking also, about Christina Aguilera, Genie about Ooh, you gotta run me, me the right, right way, way huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and I agree with that because I was. Oh, I was very young when that came out, and I was singing. Oh, that same. Song. Oh, no, I was gonna say that was that song made me feel things. You and know. that music video. Oh yeah! Don't even get me started. I just really envied her. I didn't realize that it was as sexual as it was because I was a child. Yeah. But like, I was just like, I want to be that. I want to be in that bottle. <laughs> just... So did I as a kid. Anyway. Um, <laughs> um, anyway. Um, so now for the Harry fun fact. Oh yeah. We okay. uh, are pivoting. Uh, but Harry Styles was slated to play Prince Eric in the upcoming live-action Little Mermaid film, but he turned it down because he wanted to focus on his music, and he was finishing up the album finally. Hmm. Well, Prince Eric doesn't have any songs, does he? No. I mean, they probably would write one for the live-action or something. But yeah. I mean, he would have made a very good Prince Eric, and now he's going to be in two movies this year. Mm. Um, But yeah, he turned it down at the time. Hmm. So yeah, R.I.P. But you know, I thought that was a... I was trying to find a fun fact that kind of connected to this song, um, but you know, I have a fun part fact. Part of your world. <laughs> I, I have a fun fact. Um, thanks to the second uh, uh, anonymous reviewer of the song, uh, the fifth One Direction album is now going to be called "All Night Every Day." Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's I think with the subtitle. <laughs> all night pe- peeps all night peeps, peeps all, all night. night every day. And if you're a directioner, you would never think that. Oh. But yeah, so, um, yeah, so we'll go ahead and rate this song. Do um, we get to do our favorite lyric? Oh, yeah, 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 our favorite lyric, okay. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, you, you called me out earlier when you said, yeah, yeah, because that's literally what I wrote. That's actually I, it? Actually what I wrote, yeah, yeah, is my, I Wait. think, I, I, think I, I wrote, yeah, yeah, is my fave lyric at the end, I guess. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. 
Yeah, no, yeah. Never occurred to me. No, that I thought that it was hilarious that you like brought that up, and I like. <laughs> okay, that's wow. Mine. It was um, the way you said it. Like, yeah, yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, There's some. Yeah. Um, mine will be. I'll build you up. I'll never stop. Because I think it's nice, you know. In 2011, they're talking about building a woman up. You know, yeah. progressive. Look at feminist icon. Yes, exactly. That's where the empowerment comes in. Yes, from this album. That's true. Hmm. Well, my favorite lyrics would be, words will just be words till you bring them to life. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, actions speak louder than words, you guys. That's true. Those are the most infuriating lyrics in the whole song. I thought it was beautiful. Oh, out of context, yes. Well, it was out of context because yeah. it did not In context, it's just sense. like, I don't know what's going on right now. And then they say that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Am I in a crazy world it right now? Is that out. the other world that I'm in? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Well, now we can give our ratings. Um, Tosh, you want to okay, give Okay, right, what's the lowest we could possibly give? One. Yeah, I'll give it a one. Okay. I don't think <laughs> you have to explain that. Um, I'm also going to give it a one simply because I don't, like, I literally could not bring myself to listen to the song a third time. Yeah. I was just like, I don't want to do that to myself. So I think it, it's a one. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it a one, too. Oh, my gosh. Because. Oh, you know what that means? What? We're all in one direction. Oh my gosh. We did it. Well, we this did is it. our first unanimous vote. This, this is, is. Yeah. I mean, because kind of like you, like when I was thinking today, like, oh, I need to listen to this song and like prepare. I was like dreading it because I'd already listened to it a couple of times. And I was just like, <laughs> I really don't want to listen to this again. It's, it, it is an attack it is. on my senses. Um, <laughs> but, you know. I think it's okay. You know, not everyone, not every artist has like hits. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Not that's every all I wanted you to say. Hits, you know? That's, that's <laughs> all I wanted you to has, say earlier. To not every song has to be a hit. Yes. And it's okay. We make mistakes. Um, but and this yeah. was a mistake. And this, this song was a mistake. The mistake was hiring the chef. Someone named it the chef. And I will never listen to this song again. I feel like we should acknowledge that the real mistake was probably Geoslam, who is a con artist. Yes. So. Probably. Yes. Probably I an think, actual con artist. I think this might be one of his only writing credits for One Direction. I there hope so. There's the there's the um the missing link or I don't know. Sorry. The link that should have been missing. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so uh, for a unanimous rating of one, that was another world and we'll see you next time for as it was bye bye bye